Welcome to Side Talks. Welcome to Side Talks. <laughs> we are here to entertain you, to talk about movies. Entertain is a is a, a interesting word to use. It, it, I mean, what else fits, right? Yeah, well, we're here to talk about cinema, and uh, before we do, I have uh, maybe a new segment. I don't know. We could maybe, or maybe it's just a one-off. It's called, What's the News? I don't know where this is going. Just wait for it. Corey, you want to know what the news is before we even get into the cinema stuff? Yes. My freaking Taylor Swift cardigan is shipped. Congratulations. Okay, let's talk about movies. Okay. Uh, episode C, or episode C, whatever. Uh, part two. Get ready for a five minute fight. Five minute round one fight. Five minute fight. All right, time to roll up the sleeves. Let's get to a five minute fight. What are we fighting about? Oh, today? I am setting myself up on the on on both of the upcoming five minute fights, but. This one has been one, um, you know, and I guess go ahead and start the clock. It is, uh, <laughs> it's blue is the warmest color. Oh man! So I know you dislike this film. I do. I I feel like I need to give the preface, which okay. I think you know where I'm going to go with this. Yes. I am going to acknowledge something. I'm going to acknowledge that the the two very talented young women who are in this film um, felt like they were. Um, it's it, there's. I don't think it's without question that there was some um, practices used on set and some. Um, abusive behavior mm-hmm. were made to feel very uncomfortable, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but potentially, you know, again, just abusive behavior, and it's not okay. And I don't, I, I don't condone that at all. Um, and it's a bigger argument, right, to talk about: Do we separate the art from the artist? Sure. Do we? We've had a, those conversations yeah. before, and we'll have them again because yeah. there's no an, there's no exact answer. But I am going to go on the record and say that, aside from all that, and I know that's a difficult thing to put aside, but we're putting that aside. Aside from all that, I like this film a lot. I think this is. Um, is is up there for me. Um, really, really found the film. I, enjoyable is the wrong word, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a really important film. I think it's a really good film. I stand by this film. So I think this would be a really good film at um, you know, two hours in length, mm-hmm. three hours in length. What are we doing? What are we even doing? What are you talking about? I, so what is the runtime anyway? It's like three hours. Okay. I mean, it's it's okay. it's it's how long is the Irishman, long. Corey? Well, like, okay. Here's the difference between Blue is the Warmest Color and the Irishman. <laughs> there's only first of all, there's only there's, one. There's difference. only one significant difference, and it's there are women <laughs> in Blue is the Warmest Color, um, so it can't be three hours long. No, that's not what I'm getting at. The point is, um, you said it. You just why did you even go there? I don't know. I just lost this fight. Totally. Probably. Sam, just, Sam's going to give me negative million you heard, points. You heard Corey. You heard, you heard him. Um, no, look. Um, not I, enough I found business. it a slog to watch. There's not enough dick on the dance floor. In sure. The, the, in color. fact, there's none. What's up with that? Come on. There's, that's exactly why you um, don't like this film. Oh, my God. Um, there is actually some dick in this film. As a matter of there? fact, there's a full-on dick in it. I, I have no memory of that. Uh, I, uh, the only thing I have a memory of, of course, is the thing that overwhelms the film for everybody, which is the 20-minute long you know, centerpiece sex scene. Yeah. And I think that that is an indefensible creative choice. Make a three-hour movie if you wish. But to spend, you know, fully like one ninth of it in one, you know, extraordinarily graphic sex scene seems to me to be undercutting whatever it is, whatever else is going on in this movie. Uh, To me, that one scene overwhelms the coming of age drama and the romance at the heart of this thing. Yeah. And I know that the arguments are like, but it's raw and it's intimate and it's an unvarnished look at at this sort of thing. And I'm no prude when it comes to, you know, explicit scenes in movies, but like, don't 
you're you're not fooling anybody when you say, oh well, this is a you know this is a, a pretentious artistic choice. It's just it's it's ogling these women. I agree with you there. Okay, so and let me just get let me just say this. I agree with you. I think it is unnecessary. But there are many many films that have scenes that are problematic mm-hmm. or scenes that you kind of lose me on, and it is a scene. And it is problematic to a film, but it doesn't ruin the entire film for me. And so this extended sex scene that, yes, is it feels very indulgent. Yes, is it about just watching two very attractive women have sex? I think for a lot of people, it certainly is. I think for the director, clearly the actresses felt like it was. I think all around inappropriate and, and, and a problematic uh, cinema's film all around. Not as in how it was shot, but in what it does to the narrative. Yeah. Agreed. But I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I, I do because it's so long. But you don't do that so with other films. There's so many other films that have like a problematic moment or a, like a, you know, a poor performance. There there are a, films with problematic moments and poor performances that I find redeemed by other things. But yeah. the fact of the matter is I don't find, other than the performances in the movie, which I think are pretty good, uh, the the main lady, uh, Adele Exarchopoulos, or however I mean, you pronounce it. I mean, you can't even great. be mad about not being able to say that last right. name. It is like literally the length of a page. Yeah, it, she's great. But like, it, it, I do find that one scene objectionable enough on its own to to dismiss the Yeah, well, that's where we disagree. I think this is a wonderful, very like low stakes. Certainly, um, it is just, it is, it, I, I like what it does in a simple fashion in the sense that it is really just about a relationship. Yeah, uh, I found it, works, it sleepy. It works subtextually. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, you know, it, it is a film about, uh, about a lesbian couple. So there's that. Um, and so I don't know, maybe, you know, it's maybe it's unrelatable for some folks um, and sleepy for some folks. I Those two women doing anything does not put me to sleep. It's kind of the opposite. Um, and so I'm just going to say I'm just going to say that, like, this is a, a, you know, a sort of very simple film about a relationship. And it, it captures that moment of, like, what happens when you have a relationship that transitions from sort of an adolescent relationship, a coming of age relationship into adulthood. Mm. And that is a particular type of relationship, yeah. a bridge that um, I think. Well, I mean, you're not wrong about any of that. It's just that. It's just what? I think that that's been done better elsewhere. You may be the only living person on the planet that has fallen asleep to a lesbian sex scene. I fell stone asleep. Sam. Stone asleep. Of course, I did see like a 9 p.m. screening in theaters. Oh, man. Poor Sam. I feel like I need a 10 foot pole for this one. Uh, well, we weren't exactly thrilled to wade into this water either. <laughs> I mean, we've been putting this one off, y'all. Is blue the warmest color? <laughs> stay, st- stay tuned. Oh my god, um, what is even y'all's argument? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what sides have y'all taken? Uh, uh, my side was it's pretty bad. <sighs> that was kind of his side, but I know where you're going with the sandwiches. It was that's kind of his point. I don't. He's yeah. also kind of like, yeah, it's kind of good. I didn't say it was kind of good. <laughs> you fell I asleep. I said it was boring and long, and I fell asleep, and that one sex scene is objectionable. Okay, so I'm going to say Corey loses a lot of points from what he had previously because he fell asleep somehow during a lesbian drama. Um, <laughs> the most boring one ever made. But, I'm sorry. But bonus points for because I was reminded of the time that Corey was drunkenly complaining about the lack of dick in a feature documentary we screened at the festival. That was his one complaint about why the movie was not good, in his opinion. Um, yeah. It is three hours, but so is The Irishman. You got to cut it some slack. Um, Rachel said the two actresses were made uncomfortable, to say the least. That's just, I mean, universally true. But at the very least, we are 
talking about it and discussing it in regards to whether it's a good movie or a bad movie. Do we separate the art from the artist and whatnot is a much larger conversation to get into. It is a low-stakes, simple fashion about a relationship, and it's raw and intimate and very small on a level, but so many other movies have done the same thing without being problematic and making their actors comfortable. So, really, it's a tie. Um, Corey lost and gained some points. Rachel didn't get any points. (laughs) But Rachel's still way ahead of Corey overall. Oh, come on. How does that work? Yeah, how does that translate into a tie then, Sam? It's side talks. The points don't matter. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I want to assure both of you, this is not the most boring lesbian drama ever. I can definitely fill you in on some more boring lesbian drama. They're not on an island. (laughs) They're not in Birmingham, Alabama. All right, let's go. Big, big bucks. Today's my day. Let's go. Big bucks. No whammies. No whammies. Big bucks. Big bucks. Here we go. Stop. Listen, do you... Do you hear that in the horizon? It's sounds like is that is that Halle Berry a storm? It's time for the filmmaker lightning round. Wow, you managed to get Halle Berry's name into the lightning round. I don't know. It's just the X Men are on my mind because uh, I just watched New Mutants. And, oh, you know, you know what's never been on my mind ever, X-Men? even when I'm watching an X Men film, which I don't do, is X Men. Okay. Yeah, okay. So wh- who's our who are we putting up today? Uh, we are going for uh, Baby's first German expressionist, um, or uh, as he is better known, Tim Burton, Mr. Tim Burton, the um, I don't know '80s and '90s iconoclast who became. What he has become today, which the, is a Disney guy, the great uh, director that fell from grace and is now a total hack. Yeah, well, he's he's cr- wiping his tears away with money that you'd say that, but he has uh, had an interesting career with some great movies in it. So, Rachel, let's begin our filmmaker lightning round. What is a movie from Tim Burton that you like a lot? There are there are actually a few, but I'm just going to go ahead out the gate with and say Edward Scissorhands. I think it's super original. I think it's super fun. I think it's a great Christmas film. I think it does all these things that at the time it felt so innovative and interesting and weird in the best way. And um, just I, I love the film. It's it, it's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, I'd probably go with another boring answer, which is Ed Wood, which I think is one of the mm. best movies about movies ever made. Yeah, um, yeah, I like Edward. Edward really good. Is, celebrates is uh, celebrates a great uh, bad filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is a movie by Tim Burton that you really, really don't like? Oh, there are so so many. Yeah, that's that's almost there a longer so... list at this point than than the other list. And I know what you're going to say, so I'll just skip it. And I'm going to go with one that's going to now spark a five minute fight, okay. and that is to say that I really can't stand Big Fish. It's <sighs> really bad, Corey. Mm. It's really really bad. Well, as as I said off mic, uh, it made seventeen year old me cry really, really hard. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch it before we fight about it, but I remember loving it. Yeah, skip it. I, I mean, there are so many movies that he's made, in, especially in recent years, that I don't like. But the one that I guess I'm going to go with, see, it's a race to the bottom with him. I think he's made two unbelievably terrible movies, and then a bunch of movies that are just kind of anonymously bad. But the unbelievably terrible movies are. Alice in Wonderland, of course. Terrible. Which is the worst. Unwatchable. Um, and then the Planet of the Apes remake, which is just about... I mean, that that ruined, I think, his career and sort of oh. sent him spiraling to 
you know, where he is now. If this is a ruined career, geez. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say that uh, that terrible, what is it, Big Eyes? Big Eyes is terrible. But Big Eyes is an attempt to at least make an, a, a drama for adults. So it can That doesn't be make it movie. okay. No, it's, it's a terrible movie. You know what might make it okay? Amy Adams being in yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, That's the only reason. I mean, she's she's in it. She's in it. That's <laughs> she, all. She Amy, is certainly in this it. This is how you market to me. Amy Adams, she's in it. Um, is you there, have my money, all of it. Yeah. Is there a Tim Burton movie that you might like more than most people? Uh, and you know what? I, I There's so many Tim Burton fans yeah. that I doubt it, but I will say that I actually really love Sleepy Hollow. I do too. And I also love that Johnny Depp is like, I'm going to play the lead character like Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Like he really studied murder she wrote and played yeah. it that way. And I think it's just brilliant for that. Um, it's just a great film to look at, a great fall film to watch. So I probably, I know a lot of people, I know that doesn't have a ton of fans. Um, or maybe I shouldn't say it that way. I know there's a lot of people who are just like, eh, with that one. And I and I like it a lot. No, it's great. I rewatched it pretty recently, actually. And it holds up. It's a lot of fun. They don't make movies like that anymore with sets and atmosphere and no actors. more sets, no more atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, you know, he doesn't make any movies like that anymore. I'll say well, that's that. true. Um, the one I'll stick up for is Mars Attacks. I love mm-hmm. Mars Attacks. Uh, Mars Attacks is one of the most mean spirited big studio movies ever made, and the fact that Tim Burton assembled a cast that is that um, qualified—you've got Jack Nicholson playing two roles, you've got Glenn Close, you've got uh, pre-fame Natalie Portman. Um, you've got, is there such a thing? Yeah. You've got Danny DeVito as a character who is named in the credits rude gambler because it's basically just an extended cameo. Um, and you, of course you've got, uh, the great singer, Tom Jones, who shows up to provide a lot of the soundtrack. Um, it's, you know, not only are all these people in the movie, but then like most of them get blown up by aliens. Um, have to love that. Yeah. It's great. Um, and then finally, is there a Tim Burton movie that you think you might need to see again or that you're interested in revisiting? It's been a while since I've seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's the one I was going to say, too. It's been a while for me. Um, and it's a great film. It it would it, – I it almost – it's almost one of those where I'm like it doesn't – it hasn't hit the top of my list in anything I've said so far about Tim Burton because it's just such an obvious. Mm-hmm. But what a great film. Yeah. Yeah. I remember loving it as a kid. Um, and I, I – I'll, I guess since you said Pee-wee, I'll say the one that I feel the need to revisit just because it has Michelle Pfeiffer in it. It's Batman Returns because yeah. you can't go wrong with Batman Returns. Holiday film. There you go. It's perfect. It's a perfect holiday film, too. So that is the Filmmaker Lightning Round. Hooray. Tim Burton, make another good movie again one day. It's not going to happen. Please. It's please. not happening. Give I it know, up. I know. I know. Thank you so much for listening to Side Talks. Uh, we really appreciate your download and and thank you for sticking it out and listening to the end. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're here. You're listening to your own cinematic Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. Oh, Look, okay. dare I go there? Because here's the thing. Like, that's the old days. That's sure. the pre-spousal abuse. That's the like... Back in the day when he's at the Viper Room, and look, just hanging I'm out. I'm not offended by that because anybody who's ever listened to this show knows that it, this particular equation, I'm Winona Ryder. I know. I was worried about that when I came up with this one, but I'm taking it. I'm like Viper Room level Johnny Depp. I'm cool and I'm, you know. I'm going to go steal some purses. I like it. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> but you're just studying for a role, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. So thanks to Boutwell Studios and uh, SidewalkFest.com, please. Uh, and check us out on social media at SidewalkFest.com. Or at Sidewalk Film. 
It's at Sidewalk Film, but you can also go to SidewalkFest.com. It all works. Yeah, check it check it out on all sites. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.